Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. I think the big story of the day are regulators are swarming Facebook. A little bit of a, a data whoopsie, an oopsie whoopsie moment. Came Drop the, the analytic just Facebook. Got onto a Facebook um, advertising situation where if you download the Zap kind of scenario, it's really coming back to haunt Facebook because... In the past, they've sent little messages that say, you know, hey, we can and will share data with advertisers about you. And that's all in the legalese that you keep signing and updating your securities and your privacies and your statements here and there. Um, so Facebook is caught up in this right now, and this could become the beginning of the end. This could be their, come their Microsoft moment of the 1990s. Where Microsoft had had a career of an operating system from Windows NT and uh, DOS and uh, jumping up into Windows 95 that anytime other companies would come out with a cool feature on software, app Microsoft would just copy it and, and build it into their operating system. There was one called Stacker, for instance, that I remember Stacker would double your hard drive, and back in those days, we didn't have you know, you know two gigs or two trigs or two gazelle gogs. You know, you were talking about megabytes. So getting that you know up and going, always a good thing. Um, so a lot of data out there, lots and lots and lots of data is kind of the big story, right? Um, so we will, uh, go with that. So I think that's one of the big stories of the day for sure. Uh, data and Facebook and how much data do we give up and reputation and, you know, Facebook has a lot of things going right for like Instagram right now, 
but tech is is having its moment, and Microsoft, you know, had their moment, and Microsoft recovered, but you know, it was very very brash the way they handled it. Um, oh, you know, we'll just copy what everyone else does, put them out of business, copy whatever, and that's what Facebook's doing. You know, uh, will Twitter and Snap benefit from this? That's that's what a lot of people are questioning right now. Steelcase reported quarterly profit of 24 cents a share. I remember Steelcase doing so well in the 1990s is a lot of dot-com companies were starting up, and they had no dot furniture. <laughs> so they had to go get furniture to put their dot butts on, right? But that caused a lot of the uh, uh, furniture, uh, office furniture companies just to do really well, and Steelcase was one of them. They had this share that, you know, I think it kind of started to symbolize the problems with the dot-com culture. They had this chair that was like a $200 chair, but it felt like a $2 million chair. Tesla shareholders are going to vote today on Elon Musk and his compensation agreement. Uh, does he get a, ri- a raise or not? So, Cousters, which is a pension fund, said it opposes the arrangement, saying it has a potential negative impact on shareholders is too large. So... Uh, does he get more shares? Does he get more cash? Does he get more options to buy more shares? Does he get more cash to buy more options of shares that he bought? So lots going on with compensation. And don't let, you know, kind of a goofy thought, like, sidetrack you on that. Success or failure does start at top. And Tesla, you know, sometimes these guys earn their hundreds of millions. I think you could say that. It's, you know... There's a charity group that, you know, someone says, oh, you know, how are they doing? How they look as a charity? I'm like, how much are they? Uh, their CEO makes. And, you know, how much does he bring in? You know, if you're a CEO of a charity and you happen to know, like, movie stars and you're able to get movie stars to throw down the big bucks, are you worth a dollar or are you worth more than one dollar? MuleSoft has agreed to be acquired by Salesforce.com. MuleSoft is... Uh, one of those companies out there that um, was always thought of as they're going to be acquired. They're, they're never, hmm, how do you say this? Uh, no one thought, hmm, uh, there's always going to be consolidation. There's going to be leaders and there's going to be followers. And because they have a software that, platform that connects a range of technologies, the company enables organizations to manage and secure the flow of data, which is you tie this into almost the company was started to be acquired. Uh, they're never going to be able to do everything. They're not going to be an end-all solution for a company, but they fit very, very nicely into the um, ecology, so to speak. So Salesforce has got themselves a pricey acquisition, but I like acquisitions when stock prices are high. I, I think that's a good time for them to be doing it. So wouldn't you agree? So, other big stories. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think I just hit puberty. So, what was that? Say what? Um, <clears throat> exactly right. So, home builders are in the news today. And uh, this is that time of year right now that a lot of inventory is coming on the market. It's the most competitive spring home buying season since the Great Recession, they say. And uh, it's time to buy a home. Now, the sad part is... If you're a prospective buyer, um, you got to prepare really, really, really well. And it could be an agonizing situation. Um, 
you're going to see a lot of homes. It's going to take a lot out of you. Make sure your finances are in check before you do it. Look at your credit report. Look for problems, errors. Consolidate some of your existing debt. Um, Could be a recommendation. That could lower monthly debt payments and improve your debt-to-income ratio. Um, And that'll help you get a potentially better credit score. So try to work on improving your credit score for sure. So uh, figure out what you can actually afford and what you're actually going to use to afford that down payment. Get pre-approved for a mortgage. That's a big thing, right? So mortgage is the mortgage has the word mort in it. <laughs> That's not good, right? It's got death in it. Jack Dorsey's out there today saying that uh, he thinks Bitcoin is going to be the only currency accepted in the world in about 10 years. What do you think about that? Now, I could have done a story two days ago. I could have done a story two days ago on Bitcoin and how they're, you know, the st- how it's acting kind of like a bubble that's about to explode on the downside. So, but he's an evangelist, Jack Dorsey. Uh, He did an interview with the Times of London, and he's considered a serial entrepreneur. Does that mean he invests in Captain Crunch and tricks? No, it means he likes to invest in companies and start companies on an aggressive basis. He's got his payments company, Square. He's got Twitter as well. He thinks there will be only one single currency one day, and that currency will be Bitcoin. The word ultimately will, the the world of currencies, which scares me to even think about, um, a cryptocurrency. He thinks the world will ultimately have a single currency. The internet will have a single currency. He personally believes that. He thinks it's going to be about 10 years. So... I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Yes. Good for him. 40 years ago, he was on the charts. On the charts 40 years later. He was the lead man of Talking Heads. You know, he's announced a tour this year. I've always liked his work. I'm very, very partial to the Talking Heads. Best of. It holds up with others' best ofs. So you can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Money invested in more. Facebook is being sued. For their data leak issue with Cambridge Analytica. 
big techs, big techs accountability issue. An Uber car ran someone over and killed him in Arizona a couple days ago. Um, <laughs> person behind him just took their Uber. <laughs> That's the society we live in, right? So, but there's there's a responsibility issue, accountability issue going on. It's a big story, in my opinion. So, how much do we? How much does the brand Facebook hurt? I think one of the very first lessons of brands that I ever had, and I guess I've had many because you could easily creep Disney into that. Um. Disney made me want to see movies before they were released, like before the reviews. Like Disney had a thing, um, but the company that I was trying to think of was oh, it was Tylenol. Do you remember in the I want to say the eighties, maybe um, someone was opening bottles of Tylenol or working at the factory or something, and some poison was being put in. So you, when you're getting a headache, you know you're killing yourself, or and whoa. Everyone's like, I'm not buying Tylenol. But I, I think people went back to it. I think it was a brand that was was salvageable. Um, question is with Facebook and their users, you know, they've got so much data and we, we volunteer it all. Um, you know, the weird thing about TV, you know, they had to guess a lot. And their surveys and their ratings, their Arbitron ratings, it was it was not exactly a science. I remember getting uh, a Nielsen diary once, and like, of course, I put all my favorite shows five days a week, even if I didn't watch them five days a week, kind of thing. So, anyway, that's out there. So, Zuckerberg, Sheryl Sandberg, someone at Facebook needs to get in front of this and start talking about, you know, this is an old story at this point in time. You're talking about the 2016 elections, right? They need to say, since then, look at the amount of money we've been putting into security and product and better news flow and everything that to make you know fake news go away. So we're on this, and this is tied towards that, and we got used. This, someone needs to come out, and maybe they should hire me. Uh, let me drink all day. So uh, I'm answering something like this. I don't know. This big press conference. I kind of expect Sarah Huckabee Sanders at some point in time be a little tipsy. The stress right now in, in Washington, D.C., is it's, it's palpable. Is that fair to say? So Apple's played with $280 a share twice now over the last two, three months. And uh, I'm long Apple. And I could say that's not a good thing when it plays with that, that level and doesn't get through it a second time. Maybe it's showing a top. Um, and then you hear all the news stories and the re- media reports come out on Apple about their Christmas and the iPhone 10 and, and, and the iPhone 10 at some point in time. And this happens with real estate. This happens with technology. This happens with clothes. At some point in your life, you kind of like start to reflect on things, right? And you go, Oh, I've got a you know, $400 pair of shoes that I got when I was 20 years old. And when you're like 25, you're like, man, I really kind of, instead of getting shoes, 
kind of, you know, that's a round trip ticket to New York City. I could try my singing career. Right? Right? You with me? So you have different perspectives on money and issues. Like, uh, if you own a home in the peninsula right now, you probably own something that's worth $1 million to $2.5 million, depending on how long you've owned it and how big it is and where it is. But most homes, single-family homes, are going to be in that range now. So at some point in time, the dad's going to say, you know, honey, I know we moved here because there was great schools, but schools aren't great anymore. I know we moved here because it was this cute little town that had the, you know, uh, bands playing every weekend. And, uh, but they've all gone. They've moved. They've died. At some point in time, it, things do start to become, you know, comparable. And you go, I, wow, I have a million-dollar home where I can go have two $500,000 homes. Or one on the beach and one you know, in a historic downtown. So at some point in time, you go, wow. You can have to like have an inventory, so to speak, of where you are, um, financially speaking. And um, you don't have to have it all. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air at this point in time. Um, anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, money investing in more. Um, Salesforce bought a company called MuleSoft. Um, Austin bombing suspect who died after a police confrontation. They've named him Mark Anthony. And I'm like, Mark Anthony? Like Julius Caesar? Like, uh, ooh. <laughs> right? Um, the suspect believed to be responsible for a series of bombings. The only thing I could try to pull out of that kind of story is it's it's incredibly random, our life. And you could literally open the front door and go, oh, a package. Grab and blow up. Um, And this story will fade, and we will forget about it. Um, There was, you know, a shooting at a school yesterday, and that story will fade, and we'll move on. And there will be a big shooting like the one in Vegas last year, and then we'll mourn and get upset for about a week, and then we'll move on. Um, it's one of the, 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 the you know huge benefits of Wall Street is that it has a very short-term memory, but it's also kind of a big negative, as you can kind of imagine, right? So, um, but it also the, the randomness in life and financial, you know, being prepared. We've got a president where his aides are saying, whatever you do, don't say congratulations to, to Putin. <laughs> He's on the phone, congratulations, Mr. Putin. Like, the things in this world can change pretty fast, whether it's our president who's involved, whether it's a crazy person who had issues with religion and starts bombing stuff. And things can change financially very, very fast. And you'll fade into the memory of it. And then there'll be real financial victims left afterwards. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show.
comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Money, 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 money. 800-516-1220. Calls in the air. Which would you rather be? A young sting? Knowing that you're going to have 30, 40 years of rock and roll in front of you? Or super stinking wealthy? Which would you rather be? Let's say you could be sting without the money. Whoa. Hmm. You know what that's an exercise in, right? Imagination. Fantasy. Kind of tells you what you should have done with your life, maybe. Okay, that's enough, Sting. Go back in your closet. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Um, Taking a look at Facebook, it's turning into a pretty big story. So, you would think that if you turned on CNBC or Bloomberg or Financial Media News Network today, that Facebook was the only story out there, but... Tomorrow and the next day, we're going to be talking about the Federal Reserve. Well, that's actually today, but later in the day. So it kind of shows you how, not fickle, but financial media is always looking for stories. Fed Chairman Powell will communicate the Fed's thinking at a press conference that is scheduled to begin at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So, if that's 2.30 Pacific, or 2.30 Eastern, you know, let's do the math, the 1.30, the 12, 11.30, daylight savings times, times pi, 3.21. So that, that's right before lunchtime, right? Is essentially what we're getting at. Um, we're going to hear a little bit more about the Federal Reserve. But we're also going to hear from Fed Chairman Powell. Where, as he gets experience communicating with the... Message of the mar- uh, the message of the Federal Reserve and how that plays out in markets. You know, it you would think that the Federal Reserve pays attention to housing prices and employment prices and a lot of other things, and not just the stock market. But it, sometimes it feels like if the stock market's having a bad day, the Federal Reserve's always there to make things good. Would you like a sandwich, Billy? So there's uncertainty right now on what the Federal Reserve's exact growth forecast is going to be and how they. You know, plan to show it to us. So, are they looking at three rate hikes, or are they looking at four rate hikes? Um, what sort of language do they use? So, there's a little bit of uncertainty. There's reports out of the Wall Street Journal that the Trump administration is going to announce thirty billion dollars on tariffs on countries um, China imports, and that China stands ready to respond with tariffs on U.S. agricultural exports. So Trump's playing now with the farmers. So, the middle part of America. The ugly weather in the Northeast is grounding thousands of flights, and it could start curtail um, trading volume on Wall Street. If you can't get to Wall Street to do your trading, you have your trader do it for you, and if he can't do it... You go, well, okay, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do it next week. Facebook's data protection story continues to grow hair on it. As best as I could tell, <clears throat> you 
the consumer chose to download an app that basically said, rate your digital life. I think we've probably all done something like this at some point in time. What is my retirement number? What celebrity do I look like? Where we put an app and we were like, oh, I don't really want that app. This is going to haunt me. So in this app, you would open it up and you would rate your digital life. Maybe you get paid or maybe you'd get you know, some sort of kickback coupon. You basically inserted data like, hey, um, I like to go skiing. I'm 25 to 35. And uh, then you shut it off and that was it. But what was happening was this company was looking at your Facebook friends and your photos. And let's say you posted an article once about salmon. And I, I won't get into the politics of salmon on rivers and dams and, you know, save our rivers and, you know, stop salmon fishing or do salmon fish or don't salmon fish or wild versus. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not good at that kind of stuff. But. So this data company, if they were able to see that you loved salmon and you want it to, like, uh, overthrow the Republican government, they saw that in your pictures. They saw that in your notes. They saw that in your, your friends lists. And suddenly advertisements started getting turned on to you, like, do you hate Trump? Do you hate salmon? This is your chance. Vote. Blah, blah, blah. So... It's scary how much information we have on Facebook that is, you keep hearing about this artificial intelligence and machine intelligence. Uh, it's scary how much information machines are going to be able to mine on us and are mining on us. Um, and we give up all that information. Southwest Airlines is cutting its first quarter guidance for revenue per available seat mile. FedEx is reporting better than expected earnings and guidance, but not seeing its stock benefit on that report. Uh, Salesforce, who I hate you, Salesforce. Why do I hate Salesforce? I think it's a great stock. I think it's a wonderful stock. I think it's a lovely, lovely, lovely stock. But why do I hate Salesforce? Is It's because they've put that big tower right smack in the skyline of San Francisco. And it's not very good. It's not very attractive looking. If you're going to put something super big in a skyline, now I'm starting to sound like the Hawaiians. In Maui, they've put up some uh, power generators, wind wind uh, farms, wind turbines. And uh, in Hawaii, we do not like wind turbines. Why? It's green. It's ecological. It's, it's all about the fish and the, the great islands. In Hawaii, we do not like the big wind turbines. And you're like, why? How, how's that possible? It's free electricity. You know, it's, you don't have to get coal and dirty up the planet or anything like that. Oh, but in Hawaii, we can't see the sky. <laughs> Just look the other horizon. Look at the other horizon. Oh, okay. So, to me, I always found that kind of funny. Um, so, Salesforce has ruined my horizon. I, I guess I should just look a different direction, right? Um... But yeah, people get upset about wind turbines and horizons. And listen to me, I'm going on about Salesforce. Uh, Nordstrom's has a special committee, which basically they're trying to figure out if the company can go private. And Nordstrom, the Nordstrom family members, you know, my daddy's daddy came to America in a 
stagecoach. And uh, he uh, started Nordstrom's in the middle of the country to help cowboys and cowgirls get all gussied up for this big rodeo. And then you said, Rob, your history of America going back ooh, two generations and gussied up. Um, yeah, it's probably not that good. So don't ask me for my help on your history lessons. But um, yeah, so Nordstrom was probably one of those companies that's, you know, oh, you know, in the big city of New York back in the 1900s where you know, this concept came. And I think it got, it got hit. Um, have you ever been roller skating? Have you ever been um, hit by a car, like when you're trying to walk or something like that? And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa what just happened? To me, it feels like Nordstrom's been hit by that internet superhighway car called Amazon. And why why the family members want to own it is kind of beyond me. But, 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 but. Oil prices up 2.2% today, 63.42. Oil's not been a big story for the last 12 months. It feels like it's it's creeping up to where it could, you know, make countries money. It's creeping up where it says, hey, you know, worldwide demand's good. 10-year treasury has hit 2.9%. Fourth quarter current account deficit widened to $128 billion. That's when you start going fourth quarter current account deficit, our trade deficit, with other countries. How much is coming in? How much is going out? It's not that simple, but it's, it's, it's along those lines. So that trade deficit was pretty big. It was huge, as some of my friends in the White House would say. Um, $128 billion in 90 days. How do you feel about that? So you're doing 190, 128. Let's just call that 250. Call that 500 over the year if the fourth quarter is typical. But it may not be due to holiday seasons and things like that, right? How do you feel like <clears throat> we're, we're the world's consumers? We're the world's shoppers. Um, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Does that ever get you angry? Um, are you cool with that? Uh, no, no correct answer from me. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Dot com. That's robblackshow.com. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Investors rule. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Good morning. 
talking money invested in more. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, CFP Chad Burton does the morning show here on KDOW AM 1220. He's a CFP, um, very hardcore knowledge on financial planning. Here he is from this morning show talking a little social security. A lot of people say, I'm not going to pay into the system because the system is going to be broke by 2034, whatever the new number is today. And it is definitely something that has to be fixed. Luckily, we have a millennial population that supposedly is larger than the baby boom population. So there might be more support for Social Security than we think. When you're running your financial plans, if you're under the age of 45, make sure you can retire without it. Don't even put it in your calculations because if it remains in place, it will be replaced by higher taxes. We just got our our tax update in our financial planning software, and we can turn on and turn off income projections with and without these current tax cuts that we're seeing. Because for an average person in retirement, these tax cuts are very, very good. Even in the state of California, believe it or not, they're very good. And I just don't see how they're going to last if we're going to, as a country, make sure we shore up Social Security and Medicare and especially Medicaid. Yesterday, we were talking about Medicaid. That's what pays for you if you go into a nursing home in your older ages and you've exhausted all of your assets. 70% of people in nursing homes are are being paid for by Medicaid right now. It's crazy. In the Bay Area, those costs are well over $90,000 a year. It's taxing the system. People are living longer. Pills are keeping them alive. Um, but maybe they can't dress themselves or bathe themselves or whatever, so they're they're in a home. Um, so remember, if, if you were born 1960 or later, your full retirement age is 67 for Social Security. If you take Social Security before that, you will get a reduction. There's no more file and suspend strategy. That's over, so I'm not even going to talk about it. There's still a restricted application where you can draw a lower spousal benefit until you switch to your own at age 70. But if you're going to take advantage of that strategy, you would have had to have been 62 years old by the end of 2015. So anybody younger than that, now it's really an issue of you know, uh, when do you take it? How long are you going to live? What do your other assets look like? Social Security, it's, it could be a complicated calculation. It's a very lumpy calculation. I've had results out of our Social Security software that say, take it at uh, 66 and three months. Like, three months, why? And that's just when the calculation made more sense. Keep in mind, you never, ever, ever want to take Social Security early if you're still working and earning money. I'm not talking about from rental properties or any passive stuff, but earning money, like you're self-employed and you get a 1099 or you're working for somebody else as a W-2. If you earn over $17,040 for every $2 you earn above that limit, they're going to hold back $1 of Social Security and they're going to tax it. Now, some of that you can eventually get back in certain circumstances. So if you're really hurting for cash for some reason, you need to do it, you might be able to get some of that back. It's not a holdback that just totally disappears. Um, In some cases, you can get some of that back, so keep that in mind. you got to realize in retirement, Social Security is likely going to be taxable. If you make more than $25,000 modified adjusted gross income, which includes even your tax-free bonds, or $32,000 if you're married, if you make over that, 
50% of your Social Security becomes taxable, and then at a certain point, 85% of your Social Security becomes taxable. A lot of people forget to put that in their calculations. Because at one point in time, when it was first invented, Social Security income was tax-free. Some states tax Social Security, some states don't. Got to keep that in mind if you're moving out of the Bay Area. If you're trying to say, you know what? I'm cashing in on this giant real estate run-up. I can retire five years earlier if I sell my house and buy two smaller houses in different parts of the country. You have to look at the tax situation that you're dealing with. Some states tax it, some states don't. Some states are better with pensions, for example, than other states. So you definitely have to look into that. So Social Security is 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 in trouble. Um, the idea that it's going to run out of money in 2034 and some sort of a trust, it's not really an account, it's kind of a, a ledger. Um, it's, it's going to have to change. There's just no way. I mean, realistically, they should just say, you can't get Social Security until you're 70. The new age for millennials, they're probably going to live till they're 120 years old. So to retire before 70, retire before you can just live off your passive income is silly for younger people anyways. So it's going to have to change. You're going to see it change. And I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Been a tough week on um, Facebook. Data leaks, data security. You're seeing the tech Illuminati, for lack of a better term. Uh, a lot of them are coming out and saying, you know, time to delete Facebook. I question, when I see things like that, I'm like, no, people wouldn't really do that, would they? I think the answer is yes, somewhere along the lines, right? You would hope. Facebook shares a little bit lower today as you're starting to see, you know, when do they get hurt? Are they going to get hurt? You know, they're in trouble because there's so many eyeballs looking at their stuff. They're in trouble because they, you know, had a successful advertising year over year at the company. But it looks like they probably shouldn't have let their... They say they didn't have anything breached. That, you know, you chose to answer this company's questions. But then, at what point in time did you say that they could look at your friends and family? And that's in your privacy and security things. It's kind of on you, too, right? Kind of an opt-out versus an opt-in kind of service. Been an interesting week on Facebook. Time by. Let me know what your thoughts are. Rob at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black. You're the king. I'm a governor of Eli that you know that I never did. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525.